How you guys doing? Doing Good. awesome. Ready to talk about some JCVD. Yeah. <laughs> JCVD, I like that. Sounds like an STD. <laughs> yeah, what would be the symptoms? Just a lot of kicking? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Speed. restless leg kicking, but with faces <laughs> in the way. Like more splits. Slurred speech. <laughs> yeah, just a lot of bad catchphrases. <laughs> totally can't speak English. <laughs> Good morning, Meet Suits and Meet Dresses. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 178. We have now done as many episodes as the height in feet of the Doric Column at the Washington Monument on Mount Vernon. No shit? How? I mean, no. Hmm. I mean, no. (laughs) No, no shit. No, no shit. Speaking of things from history, this week we're talking about Time Cup. The 1994 movie starring Jean-Claude Van Damme and Ferris Bueller's girlfriend. This week's episode is sponsored also by audiblepodcast.com slash read and weep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial. You can get a free audiobook of your choice and support the crap out of our show. And we would appreciate that. You can also pick any topic under the sun you want us to review. Go to readersweep.com slash sponsor. However, today is sponsored by Ezra's Childhood. We are starting the first of three weeks of guilty pleasures on the show, which have all I think have all become things I liked as a kid, and I'm not sure I'm ready to disown yet. Mm. Is I'm that still, fair? I'm, I mean, I'm still very much on the side of this. Yeah, but guiltily, uh, less so. <laughs> I don't feel. I, I mean, I loved it, and I have no guilt about that at all. Yeah, except for well, the nudity part. I, you know, I still feel some like residual <laughs> Catholic shame. <laughs> you gotta beat that out of yourself. <laughs> beat it out. <laughs> beat it. Oh out. God. <laughs> All right. Well, let we'll just let's... gotta abuse yourself out of it. All right, I'm going to introduce you to the panel, and then we'll get back to Ez on why he chose this movie. Uh, first up, I'm your host, of course. My name is Alex Falcone. I'm accepting any and all internet friends on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Uh, and then today, in San Francisco, the man himself, the man of the hour, it's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, I love you. I truly do. But if you're going to be a wimp, if I beat your head against the side of a uh, car, I don't know if you're going to be Secretary of State. I can't do it. <laughs> uh I feel like that guy should have been like, well, then I don't want this job. (laughs) (laughs) On second thought, I'll pass. Getting bloody noses in limousines, not, not part of the job description. I guess I think he was secretary of, of, uh, of state, which is fine. Secretary of defense. He should be able to take a good nosebleed. Oh yeah. He should be able to defend himself. Right. right? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) He should be ready for that. Also joining us. He's at C Walter Smith on Twitter in Seattle, Washington. It's Chris Smith. You know what? My stone-cold stare says I'm never funny, but my ass doing splits in a kitchen in boxer shorts disagrees. <laughs> the splits saved his life at least twice. Oh, my God. And definitely, like, his, his flexibility intimidated uh, street punk another time as well. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Don't rollerblade at me. I will <laughs> put my foot near the, you. I will put my foot yeah. near you. <laughs> he was a kicking guy more than he was a punching guy. He was all about well, the kicks. He, He's a trained kickboxer. Oh, well, that explains it. Also yeah. joining us, uh, welcome back to the show, at Allison Fields on Twitter from Los Angeles, California. 
fan favorite Allison Fields. Hey, why wasn't I in the movie? Arnold, it's no, an no. action movie. Oh, Arnold, we we hired a different actor who couldn't speak English. But I'm funny. <laughs> it did feel like Arnold should be there, just because like it's like oh, there's an ass kicking in a and and mumbling. Yeah, no, I I and didn't realize, but <laughs> yeah, Jean Claude Van Damme is definitely the low rent Arnold. <laughs> Does he get to be like a, a governor of assistant governor? Vice governor, do you have one of those in California? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you know, if you can't handle your head getting beaten against the side of the car door, you're not going to get. <laughs> well, it. if anyone can, it's it's Jean Claude. Yeah. Can Word. We, how do we abbreviate this? Do we just call him Jean? Is that short enough? I think you should say Van Dam. Yeah. yeah. Or or V Deezy maybe. <laughs> v Daisy. V Dunks. <laughs> I'll yeah, take like V Dunks. V Deezy is like three syllables still, which is not much shorter. <laughs> but much less formal, and I like my familiarity with V Dunks. Not that formal. <laughs> v Dunks. Okay, with V Dunks. More right. formal than the dump truck. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Chris. Uh, not Chris. Before we get to you, Chris, as tell mm. us, tell us what it is. Why did you pick this movie out of the entire pantheon of things you liked as a kid? Mm. Why did you choose this one to be your guilty pleasure? Um, I mean, just the thing is. It's so action '90s, which is great. Like, like the special effects are almost like you know, like almost cool. It's almost as good as the TV show Sliders, um, which I also loved. Also, the, almost as good as Sliders. Yeah, the the the, the sandwich. The sandwich <laughs> <laughs> um, to be fair, he compares everything to tiny. Yeah, oh, it's almost as good as a small sandwich. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's like. I love the I love the the indecipherable accent. There are some really great deaths in this one, um, like including uh, electrocution. Um, uh, the the oh right, it was the first time I saw um, anyone's body getting shattered by li- liquid nitrogen and a, a kick to the arm. Yeah, uh, I would say the last time for me as well. I've not seen that since. And uh, yeah, Ron Silver is just a, a really great villain. Uh, he's got a beard. Uh, he grows a scar halfway through the uh, the movie when uh, his younger self gets damaged. Yeah, um, classic I mean, time travel thing that doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Not always had it, grows it. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and and just also the the main thing is just the the, the vision of the future was seems so plausible at the time, which I loved. It's just like that. Of course, in, the, in ten years from now. The cars will be the same, just with, like, boxy styrofoam on top of it. Lots of plastic pieces glued to the car. Yeah, that's what the future's going to be like. Yeah. It just made sense. And, uh, and, yeah, it's always nice to just go back in time and save Ferris Bueller's girlfriend if you can. These are all, I mean, all of these things are things I love. I love the future past, I lo- or the past's future. Uh, <laughs> I love time travel. You're also a fan of the time travel in general, right? Oh, yeah. Despite the fact oh, that it yeah. never makes sense. Yeah, no, even all the better. <laughs> <laughs> and and so and how much how much guilt do you actually feel about it? Less than three percent. Okay, so <laughs> so this might I, be just a straight so pleasure wait. that you admit is not great in the yes. general pantheon of greatness. Yes, yes, I think those are those are most of my. I don't feel a lot of guilt, but, but I recognize that my pleasures might not be for everyone. Uh, the okay, that's <laughs> that's a really nice way to say that. I I still have a lot of Catholic guilt about everything so i definitely feel that but i'm, I'm working on beating it out of me as yeah I mean, can you try jerking it out of you also <laughs> spanking it out of you 
Uh, can we take a three-minute break? I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I got rid of most of the guilt, guys. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's find out then the plot of the movie. You heard some of the reasons why Ezra likes it, but Chris, uh, in his pleasing yes. baritone, his freakish recall, and his dulcet tones, he's going to uh, share with us the full plot. Chris, please, if you could, use your memory to go back in time and summarize this <laughs> before it kills us. But don't let your memory touch your other memory. It'll turn into a pile of goo. And then that pile of goo will annihilate itself. So don't do it. Of course, but, that's what happens. That's, it's physics. Uh, yeah, it's it's basic particle physics. <laughs> All right. Time cop. In the near future of 1994, time travel is invented, made possible by some really advanced cold computer chips and a Senate committee chaired by the smarmy Senator McComb. McComb. Um... <laughs> People can now go back in time in rocket sleds down this track, but they can't go into the future because it hasn't happened yet, and that would be for reasons. Um, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Jay Dunks, is a D.C. police officer whose house is broken into, his wife is killed, and the house is blown up all by anonymous bad guys for no reason whatsoever. First 10 minutes. With futuristic DC, Am I right? What? They had futuristic hairstyles. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, they just had mullets and their <laughs> yeah, boots were like, metal. Yeah, it, no, in the future, we move the, the hair on our sides to the hair in our back. <laughs> That's right. Well, JCVD did that too. His future self has a mullet yeah. because when we smash cut to 2004, 10 years later, Officer Walker Wait, is was, now. Was the future that we were watching taking place in 2004? Yeah. Oh, so it was the past future. I like it too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and we're also vastly approaching, what is it, this year is Days of Future Past Year, and uh, Back to the Future Future is pretty soon, I think. Oh. Really? Yeah. Man, these movies all needed to just use higher numbers. Yeah, basically. <laughs> we're going to run into this again later. Yeah, okay, so Police Officer Walker is now Time Agent Walker. How badass is that Time Agent, whose job it is, is to go back in time and stop people from fucking with the past and altering the present. So he's a time-traveling cop of a sorts. Maybe a time cop? One might call him time cop. Yes, that's right. Um, so he does things like he goes back to the 20s, and he stops people from shorting the stock market right before the big crash. Um, and one guy, the guy, like, he's found guilty of the crime, and there's, like, he go to, goes to the future to get arraigned, and then his, his sentence is death. So they just drop him back to the 20s and drop him off a building, and he's dead, right? So, like, don't try to hustle. JV, jcvd <laughs> he's gonna know um all right so back to the larger plot senator mccomb boo hiss he's the bad guy um he's uh this senator and the 2004 version of him goes back to earlier in the year in 1994 to convince himself to invest in the tech company that would make time travel possible the ultimate insider trading right walker and the bad guys because walker tries to stop him to time travel is just like really cold computer chips well, they're yeah. super. Uh, yeah, sure. All I know yeah. is that one one point they used the phrase magnetic field, and I was like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're like superconductors, right? Sure. It's like a yeah, sure. Like anyway. the guys not, on the train, not... but they're uh, made of steel. Really good at it. <laughs> choo choo. Okay. Um, so Walker tries to stop this guy, right? Uh, future Macomb, and uh, and the bad guys he's with. Um, and, they, and they have a big shootout, but Macomb gets away. 
And so when Walker returns to 2004, Macomb is now really powerful, like Biff in Back to the Future 2. And um, he now owns the Time Cops and is shutting them down to protect his secret fortune. Okay? Um, but Jean-Claude convinces his buddy to send him back to 1994 one last time, where he writes all the wrongs and together with his 1994 self, kicks all of the ass. <laughs> Bad guys are killed. Both 1994 and 2004 versions of the Senator are killed in that weird oogie matter can't occupy the same spot at the same time. They turn into goo sort of situation. That's science, Chris. Yep. His wife, Ferris Bueller's girlfriend, is saved from the bad guys. And when he goes back to 2004, they have a kid and everybody dresses like the L.L. Bean catalog. Classic happy ending. Uh, Time cop. The, the, I, I thought it was like, oh, no, this is a bad future because now – now she's wearing mom pants. Yeah, she's wearing mom pants and an oversized suede coat. And they have shirts. Yeah, no, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out I didn't want to have a kid yet. That's a mistake. Uh, also, yeah. he gets no memories of it. So he just yeah, like his kid runs out, thing. and he was like, "Is like his kid's like nine, and dad did not know he had a kid." <laughs> that like, you're not gay, right? <laughs> <laughs> you, but like, you remember my childhood, right, Dad? Nope. I came in when you were nine. Yeah. Let's jump into the compliments. Uh, as normally we give the guests the right to go first or last, but I want you to kind of run this this the way you see fit. So, what is who would you like to go first in the compliment round? Yourself or someone else? Um, yeah, I would like to go first if go you don't mind. Please do. Um, so the the great thing about this future, uh, I guess no, sorry. When did this happen? Yes, the great thing about this future is that um, in the future, in 2004, everyone gets a water cooler in their kitchen. And that was just something to aspire to. You know, it seemed like everyone's like fancy. It's like it's like the new vision of the home office, you know? You just get to like stand around and like just talk to yourself. Um, <laughs> drink, drink icy cold water, whatever you want. Whenever yeah. you want. All right. Here's you the can, key. Like, Wait, I didn't see. I didn't catch this part. Was it? Like just a water cooler, or did it also have a red hot water tap? Okay, I think it had taps on the thing. The, the reason why it was there in the first place, though, is because later he gets to knock it over, and there's a huge pool of water that goes out to the guy's shoes. Yeah. So when he, um, the evil guy, like shoots his like taser at the puddle of water, he electrocutes himself instead. There and it explodes, and it knocks him off of his feet, out the door, and breaks through a banister. Well, that's, that's how tasers work, that's right, guys? That's 50,000 volts, motherfucker. That's, that's exactly how tasers work. <laughs> I, and one of several times where someone is about to shoot uh, uh, Van Dumps, and he... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what we're calling him? Yeah, that's good. Uh, he's about to get shot, and he just moves so they don't shoot him. And then they shoot the spot where he used to be, and no one else thinks of this. It's a laser sight and a taser, and he has time to, like, when he pulls the trigger, to, like, just step out of the way. Like, somebody was just shooting a Nerf gun at him. There's another... Guys, the great thing about, um, about, like, 90s action uh, tropes is that uh, it always goes to the underdog, basically. Whoever's, like, whatever the fight is between, if it's, like, an automatic weapon and, like, you know, like a piece of wood piece of wood wins right so like it's so like taser versus puddle puddle wins like no matter what just make sure that you're like unarmed or worse off like in any action thing and you'll be fine it, would you so you're referring to uh jean-claude as being armed with a puddle in that in that <laughs> scenario armed only with a puddle defeats the man with a taser awesome all right well so who, who would you like to go second as um 
Uh, Allison, would you mind? <laughs> That's my name. A dumps. A dumps. I prefer A dumps. Okay, uh, just the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, there's so much to compliment. Really well done film. I I like that. Um, have you guys seen the room? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The room. Definitely. I'm pretty convinced he watched the first 15 minutes and he was like, "I want my movie to be like that." <laughs> <laughs> so there was that weird sex scene in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. That you're super not expecting. No. Um. No, that that actually makes a lot of sense, right? Like, if if Tommy Wiseau was trying to be a good actor, he failed. But if he was trying to be Jean Claude Van Damme, he did a pretty good job on the whole. <laughs> That's true. It's not a bad. It's not a bad Jean Claude impression, except for the fact that he never kicks anyone's face. Yeah. No, face kicking get... is sort of like the it's sort of the V Dumps uh, trademark. They just both <laughs> get mad. Yeah. <laughs> Over three faces kicked. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the things that's so cool about it. You were saying about uh, people who are, like, uh, underarmed, winning fights the underdog. Mm-hmm. Frequently, there's several times where it's gun versus kick to the face. And kick oh, yeah. Kick to the face, <laughs> kick to the face got, gotta give it to kick to the face. <laughs> yeah, it's so much quicker than pulling a trigger. Can you... <laughs> At one mm. point, there's, like, a like they're hanging from, um, uh, they're hanging from, I guess, like, a gutter on top of their roof. Because that's where you go when you're, like, running away from people. Yeah. To the gutter. Roof. Yeah. Um, and it was like guy Quick, about to, to my shoot. safety gunner. Yeah. So 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 the matchup was guy about to shoot you uh, versus um, like couple hang on to dear life and gun is off to the side and of course couple hang on to dear life wins. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. Okay. So actually, I'd love to jump into my compliment here, if yes. possible. Please. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll allow it. Thank you. Um, this is awesome too because it just shows how badass JCVD is. He uh he's hanging by a roof by one hand. He's got his wife, a an adult woman, hanging off his other arm, yeah. and there's a gun off to the side. There's a bad guy with a gun step doing that step on the fingers thing to try to so make mean. him it's so you know, mean. release. So mean. It's but you know how mean. badass JCVD <laughs> is? When the hand gets stepped on, his hand doesn't let go, the gutter breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what's going to give, metal or his hand? And the answer is metal will give first. I mean, he's so metal himself. Uh, well, that mullet, holy shit. He's like right? a superconductor. Yeah. The, uh, also, while he's hanging from the rail, the, the, the footstepping is so mean. But you got to remember, if he had just gone down and said, if the bad guy had just gone, this little piggy went to market, this little piggy went home, you can't defeat that. No, yeah, you got to play along. There's, you run out of uh, uh, putties. Too fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, my compliment then, uh, as if you don't mind. Oh uh, no, I don't want you to go. Okay. Uh, so getting into our main segment today. <laughs> no, please, Thank please, you. Alex. Thank you. So my my compliment is for the title, uh, which first of all I love just descriptive titles, but I also like a title that seems like it's really descriptive, but actually leaves a lot of room for the imagination. Time cop could mean a lot of things. Does he police time the way a mall <laughs> cop polices the mall? <laughs> or is he a police officer made out of time the way RoboCop is a cop made out of robos? <laughs> or is it an adjective to describe his interrogation technique like good cop or bad cop? Or time cop. <laughs> did, yeah, you, did, during an interrogation, you bring in money cop and time cop, and then they go after you. Oh, hold on, Alex. Uh, that's the same cop. Yeah, that's how they get you. <laughs> There's just two money cops. Time cop is money cop. Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, time. 
Hurry that's up, Alex. Like Time cop is money cop. <laughs> I mean, that, I guess that's what changes this whole thing then, is he's not actually policing time. He's really just after the money. Because that's no, been, which sort of makes sense. Actually, no one in the movie goes back in time to change anything besides to get more money. Yeah. No one is ever yeah. like, I'm going to go back in time and like be cooler. It's just money. Well, he did save his wife, but it was probably just because like a replacement wife was really expensive. And only... <laughs> And only inadvertently when he was going back to prevent the guy from getting the extra money. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess. Since I'm here. I feel like altering the past is like one of those, um, you know, office perks, I guess, if you work in the time cop division. Like, you should have taken advantage of that sooner. Yeah. I mean, you could. Uh, well, okay. I mean, I don't know. This whole, the whole thing about altering time is so weird. I mean, like, at some point, it's agreed that, like, every little thing changes everything. Right, right butterfly effect but then they're like unless you just kill the senator and then everything is exactly the same except your wife's alive yeah but and then the mom somebody pants. else fills that senate seat and somebody else has all the power and yeah instead of somebody else like, <laughs> I, I think you know it would have been great if like as a last shot like as like on the um like they're all in the house and there's just like a pterodactyl just like flies by <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just lazily weird shit's yeah. gotta happen <laughs> he's like eh. It's close enough. I don't think it was that center that was that evil. I think just, you know, like they say, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think time power corrupts temporally. There's no choice. <laughs> temporally? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, They batter it and fry it. It's crunchy. It's crunchy. <laughs> the crunch is delicious. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking. I just count the hours. Stop tripping. I'm tripping off the power. All right, so let's get into our anchor segment now. As uh, so, uh, we're going to do this just out of tradition. Um, you can be light on it, I guess. We'll all be kind of light because I think oh, we generally yeah. liked it. But still, we got to start with our hate segment uh, today. Our anchor segment, our hate segment, is called. Uh, well, we're not going to call it anything. We're just going to try to get this beast, this podcast, up to eighty-eight miles per hour. <laughs> so, that's all we need. Uh, so, in any order, what's something you didn't much care for? Is there what small problems can you find with Time Cop? Okay, Wait, I mean, small I, I can, problems? You mean I, other than the time travel? <laughs> <laughs> it's I not mean, a the, problem if they explain the it. Basic plot. Or the botched coppery. I mean, <laughs> which bothers you uh, more, him not being a great cop or the, the time travel mysteries? Um, I think not being a great cop. He's supposed to be this badass, but he does things like <laughs> he hides in a gunfight behind barrels of gasoline that are on fire. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that was not the best place to go for cover. He's like lift. flammable. Or, yeah. He seems much more interested in high kicks and being quippy than um actually Him and, him yeah. and Lloyd Dobler are the only people that think kickboxing is for the future. <laughs> I would not. Inv- I would sell my shares in kickboxing right now if it didn't make You'd me look short suspicious. Kickboxing? Yeah, <laughs> if that wouldn't make me look suspicious to the time cops. <laughs> um, I, I mean, my main issue, I guess, is that so they get inside this. Um, they're inside some kind of like little race car type pod in order to go back in time. Yeah. Um, he drops himself rocket in rocket car. A rocket car, right? Yeah, because um, they have to get up to eighty-eight miles per hour. Right. 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 But then. <laughs> Then when they end up back in the past, there's no car. They're just they just land. They just get dumped uh, uh, out. Dude, I really was saving that for Claire Ezra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> I was too. Let's I had just get into it now because that that is a little confusing, right? Okay, and well, so it's like let's just make this whole hate segment then into Claire Ezra. I think there's plenty to talk about here. So because you're going to explain this to us. So rocket car 
mm-hmm. launches you back into the past. But yeah. to go to the future, you just use your vest. There's a button to get back. Well, on even go back to the future. Yeah. Yes, to get back. No, no, to, no. I guess back to the present. Yeah, well, you go back to the vest takes you back to. Okay, here's. It, it makes sense. You just we didn't see. There's a scene that's missing. Um, there's a like an inter time dimensional valet who's hanging onto your car. Oh, sure. So he goes. You get to the valet guy. And you got to tip him in he, and out, right? Exactly. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, catch you on the other side? No, 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 no. No. On both sides, my friend. Your car's gonna come back smelling like fart. <laughs> yeah, Ferris Bueller's uh, valet guys will, will ride like extra miles on it. Yeah, they'll take a joyride. Um, and so yeah, so then like, and then they just they push you out of the car later on after they park it. Okay, because parking in the past is really tough. Right. Um, and then you just press like your little vest thing to get back to the the valet guy. He's like, okay, great. You know, here's my buoy on. Uh, good. And then you get back. That's that's what happened. So they just don't show you the the valet of the time well, car. Well, it's not time, like time valet, and I can appreciate the yeah. choice of keeping it lean. So yeah, right. Well, time valet would be super confusing because is he a valet who parks time, or is he a valet made out of time? Right, same issue, same issue. <laughs> or is, valet or is he a good valet, bad valet kind of thing? <laughs> right. But you should time always valet, money valet. tip your valet. You I think should. that's that's the moral of the story. Always time cop two tip your valet. <laughs> <laughs> time cop two about six percent. <laughs> really? Well, I guess that's probably pretty expensive still. So yeah. The other thing that's well, there's so many things that's so weird. First of all, the rocket car is on this track in this in this underground secret facility, and they put yes. in a devastating concrete wall in front of it, so that if it doesn't work, you're fucking dead. Okay, of course, right? This is the well, time traveling of no second chances. <laughs> well, here's the thing, Alex. Um. They had the track from the crash test dummies, and it just seemed like too much work to take away the concrete wall. <laughs> you couldn't have a runaway truck ramp at the end of that? Uh, oh, that'd be like, that would launch it. Well, no, because the just... rocks would slow you down. Oh, great. Yeah, what else do you guys want to ask Ezra to explain away from this? Okay, okay, okay. So the first shot that we get of the effects of time travel is, uh, it, you know, the first shot of the movie is... Georgia in 1863, mm-hmm. and there's a guy yeah. from the future who's robbing some some Confederacy guys, and he takes the gold and he sells it in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so the senators are you know are saying, hey, there's time travel, check it out. We carbon tested the gold from 1863, and it's genuine from 1863. If you carbon test gold and it skipped 150 <laughs> years, right? Wouldn't it oh. be like new gold? A very good point, Chris. As, Holy shit! How, what yeah. do you, what do you mean? What, you, what's going if on you here? Time, if you carbon tested it from 1863 and it was actually from 1863, that meant it did the boring kind of time travel where it just sits around for a couple hundred years. <laughs> right? Yeah. Exactly. All gold can time travel that way, guys. <laughs> That's an excellent point, Chris. So, Claire Ezra, please explain. Um. Well, I'm just gonna start talking and see where I end up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Chris, that's the you, Clara's her motto. <laughs> Chris, you, you notice, of course, that the um, the Southern uh, man robbing all the Southerners um, had a missing tooth. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you think he got that missing tooth? Mm, His gold I'll tell tooth you got how. stolen. Moonshine? Yeah, yeah. Our <laughs> fights stolen by moonshine runners. All right. Ah, sure. uh, <laughs> who famously which, steal one tooth but re- leave the rest of you intact. That's how they, exactly. That's their mark. That's how they sign your body. And or 
he ate one of those hot dogs that Van Dam barbecued, and it didn't turn out to be. I'm talking until someone cuts me off. Yes, well, so the thing about those hot dogs, right? The reason it knocked out a tooth. He had a small piece of just a grain of sand in the hot dog. <laughs> that grain of sand used to be the gold. I gotta go. I have a movie to write. <laughs> so, so Chris, in conclusion, it's the butterfly effect. <laughs> it's the butterfly effect. That's In conclusion, it. Chris, shut up. Chris, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, be- it's because uh, the same matter can't occupy this. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> let me just go back in time and unask you that question. <laughs> You're gonna retcon that question out of the podcast, Chris. That's be- that's because uh, you can't go into the future because it hasn't happened yet. That's why. <laughs> I, I just I, I don't care if the rules make sense. I'm just happy there's some rules. I do. <laughs> But well, uh, here's the th- okay. When I saw the movie the first time, though, the thing that I was annoyed about, like, well, yeah, the same, the same matter can't occupy the same space now. Like, if right. if you did have a clone of yourself, also different you matter can't to- occupy the same space. Nothing you- can occupy the same space. Yeah, you just that's why your hand, that's why they make noise and, when you touch and, stuff. They don't. Furthermore, if there's matter, there's not space. <laughs> the same matter can't occupy the same matter. Is what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what they mean is, for no great reason, you can't touch your past self. <laughs> what they mean is, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are they worried about? Like, if you just go touch Because you can talk to your past self. You just can't touch them? Like, it's... as if, like, my one goal is to go back and do 18-year-old me. <laughs> what? I don't know. You're, you're all thinking it. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Why would any, was... like, Why would you have to create a rule to get away from that? No one wants to do that. This conversation is going places. Oh my, I'd my probably, god! I'd probably give myself a haircut. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I a, can do that. Like a modern haircut. Modern, yeah. Just shave the sides and have a mullet. Apparently, just move it all to the back. Jesus move it all to the back. And if you're super fancy, attach some metal beads to the ends of your mullet braids. That's gonna be cool. They won't all see the time. this coming in ten years. <laughs> uh, you want to go back? Just oh, I see what you mean. You just want to give yourself a haircut because you can't see the back of your head. Yeah. Yeah, I've been wanting to do that for a while. I mean, that would be weird and interesting, but it's not worth creating a scientific rule to avoid it. Here's the thing, though. Um, you could save a lot of money. Uh, like, eventually. Yeah, I guess so. On haircuts. On haircuts? Eventually. Yeah. I'd have to There's go to beauty school, though, in order to do as good of a job. <laughs> well, yeah, but, I mean, you steal that. Uh, you get the money for that from the bouillon, from the, from the Confederates. Right, so how come the bouillon <laughs> isn't the making the money, and it's instead the haircuts over time? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just, I've seen the future. Um, Wait, the, f- uh, the future hasn't, ha- hasn't happened yet. Yes. Okay, I've seen the present, Chris, and uh, just just That's good haircut prices. <laughs> yeah, haircut prices are just going up. I have seen the present, the, and it looks like my office. In the present, Chris, you have great a great haircut, but no bullion. So that there, ergo, yeah. <laughs> ergo. Etc. Yeah. So, as I got a question for you, Clara. Uh, of course, of course. So, the time travel thing. Clara has a So you, uh, <laughs> so we, you press the buttons in your car, robot car, your rocket car, mm. your yeah, space yeah. car, and you go back in time, right? And then you show Wait up without there. the car, uh huh. And like in the first, in the first scene, he ends up falling. He just like steps into the office where the guy is screwing things up in the twenties. Yeah, yeah, not like was sh- catapulted from the chair of a rock. No, 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 just, just walks, walks badass. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then there's like some cellophane r- rippling behind him. Uh, and then another when they send the bad guy back, it's the moment that he had been brought from, so he's falling from the building. Mm-hmm. And then later he goes back in time and he is dropped from the sky right in front of a semi truck. 
Yeah. Uh, so is this accurate or just random? Because if it's accurate, it's weird that he went in front of the semi truck. And if it's random, it's really impressive that he was in the guy's office. I'll answer your question with a question. Are all tips to valet, you know, the same? Well, the and, valet. Okay, oh, I don't you know if you think know how it's valet. directly related to how much bullion cash <laughs> oh, had in his wallet. Yes, at the time. of course it is. The, the it's like it's like it's like the different car wash levels. You know, so it's like spit wash, like hobo spit wash. Really, hobo Above spit that, wash is that a thing? Oh yeah. Oh, it's better than normal spit. Their their spit's more acid. It, like it like it washes away like the uh, extra film. Ah, uh, from all those years uh, riding the rails. The mm-hmm. secret is really in their piss, though. <laughs> yeah, the that's top right. level is hobo piss. Hobo <laughs> piss. <laughs> Are yeah, you that's sure the, the car wash you're going to as isn't just a homeless man? <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> I might have some questions to ask. Uh, so, so you're saying though that like so in this world, it's like if you went to a ho- a fancy restaurant, right? And there's a valet, yeah. and you you tip you don't tip him enough. So instead of him getting in the car and then you walking to the restaurant. You, he gets in the car, and you are dropped in front of a semi truck. Yeah, and that's how you learn. <laughs> that's how you learn. You know, I thought um, I, I didn't want to ascribe as much malice to it. Um, my alternate explanation for this sure. is that Time Cop works for the government, and the government employs a range of people. <laughs> some very skilled, and some who are more in like a you know workers' rights situation. So. When he's there, like, you know, when dude with the ponytail who was having sex with a computer is working, mm-hmm. you know, he time travels him back to <laughs> above a lake or in front of a semi truck, right? Because dude is clearly only paying half attention. Other times, right? So when you got the criminals who are motivated by fear, they're really good at time travel. Oh, and then yeah. other times when that dude wasn't having sex with a computer or maybe somebody else who was better at targeting time travel was working, everything worked out. So what you're saying is we should privatize the, the time cop system. That's right. Make it a free time cop market. So you <laughs> Reduce regulation <laughs> yeah, and, you know, market no forces will here. balance out. Mm-hmm. We Great. just need black time water to go take care of this for us. That's right, a private security force built yep. on experience. You know what and I'm trust. most interested in other than whole explanation? The noise Allison made when you mentioned the guy who's having sex with a robot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy who's having sex with a robot at work, and she was like, mm hmm. Yeah, I was just thinking about those gray silk sheets. <laughs> That's so true. What do you the think future? the thread count was on those? <laughs> so, so the thing about. Having sex with a robot. I, this might be a, a confusing thing as well. How could a government a hairy, employee... I'm sorry, a hairy robot, if you will. She, it was the 90s. Yeah, she's averagely yeah. hairy for the 90s. I mean, for it 2004, was... she's gross. Yeah. Have you ever heard of waxing? <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? I think I, it's fair not to have the judgment from... Uh, that, 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 that's the point of a robot, you know, sex robot... Um, a robot sex robot. You one of those robots was... Uh, you just robots. put a lot of holes in that robot. That's the point of it. Yeah. Well, and also just... You know, wait, wait, wait. Is... Let's not let that one go by. <laughs> <laughs> you do what now, Allison? You just make sure the robot has a lot of holes so you can put it in any A hole. lot of holes? How, like how many? On average, How many 13. holes is too many holes? <laughs> <laughs> where, where do you put the other ten? Hey, just get an imagination, okay? <laughs> I don't have to explain this. I'm, I, I thought we got we each got our own robot sex toy, so I was just interested in yours. 
<laughs> Everybody it looks gets a lot one, guys. like the guy with a ponytail. <laughs> if, if that guy had a baby with some Swiss cheese, that would be your fantasy. Ew, I'm covered in it. <laughs> oh. All right, sorry. Continue, Claire Ezra. No, that might have been our cut point. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, let me ask you a question, Carza. Is it possible to have a time travel movie that never uses the phrase ripple effect? No, because the ones that don't mention it also have usually nice scenes with like people feeding like, you know, uh, ducks and uh, with bread. So, like, if it's not about time, it's about like the nice a, ripple effect in yeah. the water. Look, when, yeah. I toss, when I toss <laughs> Skippy the duck this crumb, there's a, there's a ripple effect. Oh, <laughs> no, we did it. <laughs> Skippy. Skippy the duck. Skippy the <laughs> time duck. <laughs> I don't know. Is it a duck through time or a duck made out of time? Wow. <laughs> well, that's the thing about ducks quacks. They don't echo in time. <laughs> <laughs> they don't ripple. Yeah. Uh, quack can never touch itself, guys. So, that's right. It's all calm above the surface, but below it's a flurry of activity. My my last question I wanted to ask you, Quesra, is uh, so... I think Sloane hooking up with Jean-Claude is a great move for her, but mm-hmm. I do want to know what happened to her and Ferris. Um, just, and what it's just happened alternate. to that, that fringe jacket? Yeah, the fringe <laughs> jacket was pretty sweet. It's just an alternate timeline, guys. Uh, so Ferris Bueller didn't exist in this timeline, but in another one, he's fine. Oh, they, and he's still with Sloane? Oh, yeah. I'm not sure if oh. I want them to be together forever or if they were just perfect for that time and place. You know, it's hard. Really? You'd want that, like... Who else could Ferris Bueller end up with? Like his sister. It's a real weird. It's a, real a methadone weird problem. Yeah. This is a, this is a problematic timeline we have. Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh oh oh! I got it actually. The uh, the dummy that he used they put in his bed. Oh to, like, sure. He ends know? up sleeping with it. Yeah. Well, it's in sex, his bed already. Sex dummy. So what you're saying is. He's going to, like, grow up, and then, you know, he's going to get dumped by a girlfriend, and then just be lonely and have a mannequin that he sleeps with. That is what he's saying. I think he'd make the most of it, yeah. I think he wouldn't be that lonely. I think he'd be pretty okay with it. Yeah, I feel like he would be the one to do the dumping. (laughs) What's the guy from Mousetrap? Nathan Nathan Lane? Lane? Yeah, I'd like him to end up with Nathan Nathan Lane. (laughs) (laughs) You mean like the movie The Producers? The Producers? Well, except in this one, it's Ferris Bueller, and he's having sex with Nathan Lane. So Nathan Lane as himself. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'd watch that. It's Ferris Bueller and... Or maybe Ferris Bueller and Nathan Lane in his character from Mouse Hunt. But Um, they're all dressed like Tootsie. (laughs) (laughs) See, I think there's all these great options. (laughs) <laughs> we do wait, 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 Colin. Can we do Ferris Bueller and um, Timon, voiced by Nathan Lane? <laughs> uh, uh, Timon. Um, I don't know, Skippy the Duck. What do you think of this? <laughs> Quack. <laughs> would, would you like the alternate time world where you hook up with uh, with Timon? <laughs> Timon is just so fragile. I don't know. Pooba's like he could. He's got some meat on him, you know. But oh, you. Are you a chubby warthog chaser? Am I? <laughs> uh, this has gotten... I, I just started talking. I didn't know where I was going to end up. Yeah, we were on auto banter. Yeah, we okay. <laughs> <laughs> auto banter, home. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Home Depot auto banter. <laughs> voice recognition.
This ad was demanded by Read It and Weep Incorporated. Read It and Weep, the makers of the best sprockets in the world in this reality. Yeah, that makes sense. Meanwhile, in Read It and Weep Time Cop Division. Beep, beep, beep. Guys, there's been a huge ripple in the timeline. What's changed? Am I still a Bengal tiger from the feet up? Rawr. Am I still a bubble boy? Am I still Jean-Claude Van Fields, time cop and star of the movie Magic Mike? Yes, yes, and yes. What about Channing Tatum? You mean President Tatum? Yeah, he's fine. Yay! Wait, that's weird. It says Read It and Weep used to be a comedy podcast in another timeline. Why would we be a comedy podcast when we're a multinational sprocket and time policing organization? Clearly. And how would we have ever made enough money from that to survive? Enough jibber-jabber. Looks like the ripple came from 2009. Let's go back there and see what happened. What? Meanwhile, in Alex's Thinking Shack, back in 2009. I love living in 2009, but I hate Twilight. What if I... You should make sprockets. Yes, that sounds like a superb idea. Sean Connery, what does your shirt say? League of Trolls? Oh, never you mind that, good sir. Ah, okay, because I was just going to make this podcast making fun of bad things. No, you should not do that. Uh, How would you ever make enough money? You would starve. Well, whenever somebody bought something on Amazon, they could go through read-weep.com slash Amazon instead. That way they would support the show, and we could make fun of things like Highlander 2. No, that's a stupid idea. You should not do... Not so fast, Connery. Time cops! Why would Sean Connery, the least criticized actor in the world, want to change the timeline? Because in our original timeline, he's not the least criticized actor in the world. Isn't that right, Sir Connery? Shy. That's right. Ooh. Hey, young Alex. Hey, future Chris. You look just as dashing as I thought. Aw, oh, thanks, man. Do you have anything to drink? Only this radioactive tiger DNA, but I was saving that. Oh, no. Cool. That'll do. But, but guys, if we write the timeline, Read and Weep would never be a sprocket company, so we'd never have enough money to build a time cop division and fix the timeline. If everyone who truly loves the Read It and Weep podcast just go to read-weep.com slash Amazon before they buy their next President Tatum Branthong or anything else, we should have enough money to achieve time travel. What if they don't? The world will collapse on itself. Krish, I don't know if you should be drinking that tiger DNA. Take a hike, Connery. I'll she myself out. Beep, beep, beep. Timeline returned to normal. Hey, am I still a tiger? Yep. Yep. Oof, nice. Go to read-weep.com slash Amazon before you buy. Otherwise, the world will literally explode. Literally. Rawr. Uh, All right, so now what we're going to do is, I'm I'm, I'm assuming you've already seen this, but just in case... uh, because it's your day, it's your special episode, I wanted to give the fans a chance to ask you questions about yourself and your guilty pleasures, or just about yourself. So okay, I'm going to take a few questions from the Facebook page, facebook.com slash weep. All right, let's, let's do it. All right, let's start out at the top from Andrea, superfan Andrea, who you have met. Please mm-hmm. describe in detail your favorite sandwich. Um, I think a go-to would probably just be, like, of, of the sandwiches that have names, just a Reuben with pastrami, you can't go wrong with it, uh, as long as the bread is, you know, well-toasted. And, and here's a tip, guys. Here's a pro sandwich tip. If you ever have a toasted uh, sandwich bread, mm-hmm. um, when you get it, you have two halves, right, on the plate. If it stays on the plate, uh, it, the bottom part will get soggy. Put your fork under the second half of the sandwich as you eat the first half. Oh, it'll stay. It'll stay dry. It won't get. It won't get soggy. It'll be a, a sandwich lifter. 
Yeah, exactly. Just just to, just to prop it up, and uh, and then there's air. It won't get too moist. And there you go. I'm not a. I'm not. I mean, I don't like to bicker with you on your day, but I don't love toasted mm-hmm. sandwiches. They hurt the roof of my mouth. Okay, a second tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend grilling generally. A George Foreman grill, panini press. Mm-hmm. Um, the you know, or just use softer bread. Okay. You know, don't don't grill quite as long. All right. Yeah. Uh, grilled, I could probably do. It's toasting that I guess. I have yeah. A yeah, with. I can see that. I can over. I can go too much. Question number two. Uh, mm-hmm. This is from Drew. You're in a desert, walking along in the sand, when all of a sudden you look down and see a waffle. The waffle lays on its plate, its butter melting in the hot sun, delicious scent wafting in the wind, begging to be eaten, but it can't. Not without your help. But you're not helping. Why is that, Ezra? Oh, oh, this is this is a dream that I had about um, my own sexual repression. So, Ugh, another guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, out, I, be- beat I-, I beat it out of me. I beat it out of me. I'm eating the waffle now, guys. Don't worry about it. As, as uh, Bridget wants to know, what was your master's thesis about? Um, so this was about. Um, it was basically the idea was uh, Groundhog Day, but for everyone. It's kind of the idea. So, like you know, we all love Groundhog Day. Guys stuck in a time loop. Um, it seems and right up your alley. Person. Yeah. Right. And I was thinking, okay, instead of one person getting stuck in the time loop. Let's just stick the entire world in the time loop. See what happens. So now that everyone knows that you know, whenever they, whatever they do for throughout the day, they'll wake up and it's gonna be exactly the same. So memories go on, but um, no matter what, you don't get to escape the day. So, so they're all like, in the same loop as opposed to in yeah. their own individual loops. Everyone's in the same loop together. So society kind of collapses. You know, there's some orgies that happen. Um, people get stuck on cruise ships. There's cannibalism breaks out. Um, there's wait, someone wait, who's wait, like. Wait, wait. Can- yeah. Why the cannibalism? Well, I figure at a certain point you're going to be tired of the lobster dinners. Uh, you know, Where's you're going to eat people. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it, it's 24 hours from land. Like, so you can't, you can never see landfall again. So you're just stuck with the same like thousand or so, you know, old people and you know the few young people. And is there you know, a good improv on the boat? <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's terrible improv. The odds are no. <laughs> it of does course. not get better. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's just all about sort of taking these like normally fun situations like being on vacation and making them unbearable and uh taking the bad situations like say dying of cancer yeah dying of cancer and now you get to like have orgies all the time because uh you're not ever gonna die wow uh which is better ice cream or yogurt uh i'm gonna assume i'm assuming melina means frozen yogurt yogurt. regular yogurt is not really even in the ballpark well they're they're talking to me so fan wrote us um i've I, ice cream is better. Although I do want to try. Yes. It. There's like this Greek. There's a Greek frozen yogurt which I'm looking forward to. And yeah, uh, but like better than ice cream. I'm not saying it's better. I'm just saying it's there. You go. Purposes. Because you, you can feel good about putting it. Well, you can feel good about putting it in a smoothie. Yeah. What? You know? a, what? Where do you stand on ice cream versus gelato versus uh, uh, custard, oh. for example? Versus oh. ecstasy. <laughs> versus taking E. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I I haven't had enough custard to to. My problem with ecstasy is it's too low butter fat content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's basically like rice milk or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh man, if they could find a way to combine ecstasy with gelato, gelextasy, gelextasy, I would get on the gelextasy train. All right, uh, and uh, and from Alice. You have the choice to save the world from yet another Twilight sequel, but by doing so, you will be trapped in the series itself. What do you do? I don't do that. <laughs> Answer the question. <laughs> Actually, here's the thing. I think if you, if you, if I got to cho- choose what character, 
uh, I was and could actually control like the actions. Being trapped in the book wouldn't be terrible because any one change would make it good, right? So, right. like, if you were Charlie's wife, for example, yeah, that would be the worst world. That one of the best worlds I could think of. Also, if I could be Mike Newton, also, also great. Given the way the four books evolved, like, imagine what a fifth book from Twilight. Imagine how crazy that would be. Yeah, like, I mean, at this point, she had a, an alien fetus sucked out of her womb by a vampire like what do they do to follow which, that yeah which uh, a wolf fell in love with when it was a baby Instantly. uh well yeah what's what's your next move there meyer what do you do space it's the final frontier <laughs> <laughs> you guys just ruined the books for me now i can't read them <laughs> vampires in space uh i i think that would be good fun uh or like christian gray is there Oh yeah. yeah, so hot in space. Yeah, any so hot combine space. any two books that we've read that we hate, they'd probably be a better book. Like, so let's do um like the live for your die or or live for your die with Fifty Shades of Grey. So like Fifty Shades of Living Free and Dying. <laughs> Fifty Shades Harder. <laughs> Fifty Shades Harder. A good day to Fifty Shades. I don't in space. <laughs> All right, awesome. Those were. Uh... Those are some excellent questions. Uh, uh, so if you yeah. go to facebook.com slash read and weep right now, uh, you can ask questions for Chris and I. We'll both have our own episodes of Guilty Pleasures coming up. Uh, we'll tell you more about Chris's in a second. Uh, so do that. I really appreciate that. Those are all great questions, and I liked there was just the right level of impersonalness. Um, or- By the way, uh, Melina, my favorite flavor, uh, yogurt, is plain. What? As you're the worst. You are the worst. I put things on it, but I just really like plain yogurt. <laughs> Here's like the Greek, like Greek fire plain yogurt. Totally good. Look, put some granola in. Um, the, the, there's like an acai flavor that was pretty good, also. This goes back but. to my complaint from the Fifty Shades episode about people calling non-violent sex vanilla. Is that vanilla is still a flavor, and it's so much better than plain. <laughs> we should always like unflavored sex <laughs> sugar-free sex I, I would just like a, could you just give me some ice chips that's my favorite flavor of ice cream <laughs> you're so gross ezra uh disgusting really you're so gross yo vip now it's time for the other half of the compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order, which means I am going to be up first. Uh, as mentioned earlier, I love the future past and the past future. Uh, the past future uh, is just so much fun. Like the the cars that can drive themselves but are still made out of Lego. And then um, I also, the, the, his house knows what, who he is when he enters and it says like, hello, time cop or whatever. But then, <laughs> But then it's still using an answering machine. So it's like... Hello, time cop. You have no new messages, uh, which I just I just think is awesome that you have this ability to predict certain parts of the future and then you leave other parts out. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just fill it in with more present. You can you it's can great. say play movie to your TV screen and it'll play the movie, but the screen will still be tiny and using a, a CRT, a, a cathode yeah. ray tube. Also, the machine guns have laser sights on them, which doesn't make any sense for machine guns. But it must it must actually work because he does that thing where he shoots all the guys on horses and none of the horses get hit. Oh. I felt really good about that. God, you just oh, steal yeah. my compliments. Oh, no. I was really <laughs> time after time. Sorry, Chris. I'll allow it if you go now. Now, well, uh, it's fine. I'll, I'll piggyback on this and then I'll, I'll jump to something related. Um, 
so yeah, the the guy in Georgia, the first shot that we've been talking about stealing the bullion, yeah, basically he's like, oh yeah, like when this. when the four soldiers are going to get in his way, and he just opens up with a machine gun. He shoots all four soldiers dead, and then sprays the machine gun across the caravan, like, and zero horses die, or get hit, or fall over, but all of the humans are completely dead. That is an amazing shot for somebody who seemed not to give a fuck he's, while holding down he, the trigger. He's literally shooting from the hip with machine yeah. guns, and they are yeah. laser sighted, but doesn't super help when you're doing it yeah. from the hip. Yeah. Well, they my just, other... They were just setting up the movie Civil War Horse. <laughs> war that, horse. That one ho- war horse. We are war horses. <laughs> <laughs> this aggression I, will not stand. I never saw a war horse, but was it just a bunch of horses talk, sitting around talking about how they're war horses? <laughs> we are war Four horses. Score and seven bales of hay go. <laughs> the, the, here's the problem. You, so you feel good that the horses survived, but guys, we're in the South. Those horses might have been total racist. <laughs> <laughs> These were separatist horses. We can't let that happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, temper your, your enthusiasm That's here, guys. Very good point. So there's a bunch of destrios, like, hanging out near a plantation going, ah, oh, this northern aggression. If you had, if you but could there's go... there's this really, like, steamy Harriet Tubman scene where she's giving a bath to one of them. <laughs> one of the horses? What the fuck? <laughs> you need to get them show ready, dude. You gotta give them a bath. Oh, man. If, Any Underground Railroad you, jokes, guys? If you could go back in time, if you could go I'm back out. in time and kill Hitler's horse, would you do it? Oh, uh, I would eat Hitler's horse. Ooh, gross. I'd probably yeah. make it look pretty feminine. <laughs> Curly up that horse. Yeah, I would. I would change it into the horses of many colors from uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. That would show. Oh. Or you well, can dress it up like Ava Braun and confuse him. <laughs> <laughs> or you could give him Wait. a starring role in Sex in the City. <laughs> married to oh and that's what paris bueller marries <laughs> all right awesome chris what were you gonna say more about you had a oh, second just part another just another future gun compliment is the guys from the future they all carried pistols but there's a full-size mag light clipped to the top of each of their pistols <laughs> literally oh. bigger than the gun so when they're walking around they've got just basically flashlights um and uh i like the utility there it's Probably helping them at looking for John Claude Van Damme in a, in his in his house. Um, but the other thing is they because could just John Claude un- as soon as the bad guys come pulls the switch on the whole house, turns off all the lights. That's right, which is clever, right? Unless the but bad it, guys all have flashlights and you don't. Right, exactly. But uh, no he also can hang from the, the ceiling like Batman. Um, oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but the, my compliment is that when when all said and done, bad guys can holster the guns and they have really useful flashlights <laughs> that they can use. <laughs> I think that's clever. I'm sure you also noticed that all of the guns have no kick whatsoever. N- yeah, in the exactly. Future, they've they've gotten rid of that pesky first law. Yeah, well, there's an internal spring of uh, reasons. Reasons. Yeah, which they're, yeah they're, they're non-Newtonian guns. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and, and two two parts of the gun can't occupy the same space at the same time. Oh yeah, then it becomes goop. It'll become goop. Uh, Allison, you're going to be third. What's your uh, minor compliment? <clears throat> um, when he gets very minor, when he uh, gets nostalgic for his wife or whatever, he puts on that home video of her <laughs> trying to set up a birdhouse. Yeah. And failing it, Like, hard. in the meadow. It's like, they're going to, like, I want to take a picnic, but instead I want to set up a birdhouse. what they say about uh, bird real estate as it's location, location, location. <laughs> I think it's location, location, I'm a bird. <laughs> location, location, bird. Location, location, cheap, cheap, cheap. I just, like, I, <laughs> I just thought that was the most unrealistic part of the movie. It's like, who would ever film that? It was. It's the most frustrating thing to watch. 
It was so wacky. And then he also like puts the so camera weird. down on its side to go help her, but keeps yeah. it running. So now he's got to watch the whole thing with his neck twil- tilted like he's got taco neck. Yeah. Mm, like there's a, there's a reason why Ikea doesn't make porn. <laughs> <laughs> Although I would watch I mean, an animated porn with those characters of theirs. Well, yeah. I mean, they are good with like insert tab A into flap B. Right. Or I guess flap 13 if you're using Allison's uh, <laughs> robot sex bot. <laughs> Hey, you guys are warming up to it. <laughs> you get it. You get it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Ez, it's all you. What's the last thing you want to say about Time Cop to leave our, our people with your guilty pleasure? Um, oh, God, there's just so much. Um, I guess this is for... I, I always love Stupid Henchmen. Oh, yeah. Um, and in here's Yeah, the thing. you do. I, I love stupid things, and I also love like the, the sort of enthusiastically absurd deaths that they that they end up having um and so like a couple henchmen uh uh follow a time cop into like the launch pad area and they're just standing behind this rocket car and like shooting their guns at another dude like everything's fine in the Uh rocket wash area yeah exactly they're like it's like well the the first three rows you will get rocketed um (laughs) But they just don't think it through, and and God bless them. They don't wear their ponchos like they would if yeah. they were at a Gallagher rocket show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just it's not every movie that would have enough characters uh, dumb enough to make Jay Dumps like the stup- <laughs> the smartest one around. So like, I'm just glad they populated this world well. I guess with with a lot of mullet having like not rocket understanding, uh, you know, just 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 good salt of the earth henchmen. <laughs> The henchmen uh, really don't have their their day in this movie. They're, they're not a lot of henchmen survive. Uh, no, no. I mean, God, does anyone make it out alive as a henchman? I can't think of any. That that lady who used to be from Internal Affairs who got sort of tricked into being a henchman and then shot mm-hmm. in the head with a future non-Newtonian gun and survived. <laughs> she survives. Uh, no. Oh, touche. No. Okay. <laughs> no, remember she she got she got killed again with um uh, with like. A syringe of something uh, well, no, no, stuck into her IV timeline because he like goes. Oh, back that's and he right! I forgot hallway, about that. And yeah, he's like, "Hey, remember that. how I saved your life?" And she says, "No." Oh, that's the okay. That's this is my real compliment, then, guys. Okay. Um, so here's the thing: you're working in the time cop division, and like everyone's like, "Oh, that's weird." This guy seems to know like everything about me from an alternate timeline. This would happen all the yeah, freaking of time. Because <laughs> anytime anyone gets back from a vision, it was like, hey, you and I were lovers in an alternate timeline. You're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah his just boss like, treats him like he's a crazy person because he remembers yeah, like, a different past. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you go back to the future and the memory, you'd, you'd get the memories? Just like how Ron Silver got the scar right, when exactly. his past self got kicked. Like, when, when things happen, he would get the memory, right? I think that yeah. makes way more sense than him discovering he has a nine-year-old son. <laughs> oh, hey there, champ. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dad, why did you stop calling me by my name and started calling me baby all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, why are you having sex with me like we haven't seen each other for ten years? <laughs> well, that might not be all bad. <laughs> uh, or I guess not. Like, I guess if your wife suddenly aged ten years and you didn't get any of the intervening memories, that might be a little harsh. Yeah, like, how do we get to these mom pants? Like, what happened? What, where do we go wrong? Yeah, do I just cut them off of you? Or... <laughs> Can I kick them off of you? <laughs> Is it a problem? Yes. Can I kick it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, that is it for our show, you guys. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about Chris's guilty pleasure. Chris, why don't you tell us about it? That's right. It's uh, Shadows of the Empire, a Star Wars expanded universe novel that I adored as a kid. <laughs> and I cannot wait to talk about it with you guys. So we're going with more, uh, more child reverie that you're not sure if it'll hold up. Oh, I'm sure it won't all the way hold up, but it's Star Wars. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. You also, you also seem like a guy who doesn't live with a lot of guilt, so uh, I'm guessing you don't feel bad at all about liking this. No, 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 no. I mean, I, I could have spent more time making friends in junior high, but, you know, otherwise, I feel pretty all right about it. Let's go back in time, guys. Yeah. In an alternate universe, you're great at making friends. Yeah, that's right. And now I'm just shy and awkward. And a tiger. And a tiger from the feet up. The radioactive tiger DNA. Yeah. Might have done you in as friends go. Well, that should be fun. So everybody check that out next week. And then after that, it'll be mine. I haven't decided on mine quite yet, so I'll tell you about it later. But also go to facebook.com slash leap and ask Chris some questions. Or Chris some questions. Let's see. What else do we say? Readdeathroot.com slash contact. Uh, read Deathloop.com slash iTunes we'll get you to our iTunes review page that's a thing so uh, you can do that and send us a, give us a review if you haven't yet we appreciate uh, all the kind words so far and it helps other people discover the show since, and since this is my episode guys if you want to do me the huge favor of um, writing us a haiku review uh, <laughs> um, a requeue or a, a high view or a high vu yeah, yeah. Um, that would absolutely make my day. So that would that'd be awesome. I would like that as well. That's a good. Yeah. In fact, you could do that for my episode too. From now on, I want all of our iTunes reviews to be haikus. Yes, please. That way we can please. tell. This is how we can tell that if someone reviewed it and doesn't actually listen to the show. Yeah. It would not, nah, not a haiku. Yeah. Not a true fan. <laughs> yeah. If you want or to show your true bad fan haikus, this is one of those <laughs> bots that likes us. <laughs> Sex bots, super hairy. I want, to, I want to take a, a, a robot sex robot uh, haiku, if you guys have one. Sure, sure. Yeah. I'll take it, too. <laughs> <laughs> 13 holes on you. Robot sex robot is five uh, syllables also, if you want to use that. <laughs> uh, ro- robot sex robot, 13... Save Ferris Bueller. <laughs> 13 holes for me. Enjoy. Save Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller. Uh, there it is. There it is. That's our sex robot IQ. Uh, awesome. So that's uh, redistribute.com slash iTunes will direct you to there. Uh, and uh, thanks for all, thanks for being here, Chris Nez. Of course. Nice. Yeah. Up, guys, and thanks so much for joining us once again, Allison Fields at Allison Fields on Twitter. Thank you for having me. You uh, you told us on Twitter that you missed us, and we, we got you back very, very soon afterwards. I hope this helps you out. You did, you yeah. Good. It's really been fun to talk to you. Yeah, I really did miss you guys. Oh. Need these nerds back in my life. <laughs> that was like, like a compliment that had an insult in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back again next week, everybody. Goodbye.